Welcome to the Growth Guru Podcast, the home of raw, unfiltered self-development advice that cuts through the noise. Strap in for real solutions, inspiring personal stories, and everything you need to become your very best self. If you're ready to unlock your true potential, then you're in the right place. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Growth Guru Podcast. I am your host, Rosie Leach, aka The Growth Guru, and I'm a life coach specializing in self-worth, self-sabotage, and anxiety. I help people take really practical action and have a no-nonsense approach to self-development so they can start getting results they really, really want. Now, this week, I have ummed and ahed over doing this topic on a podcast with you because I think it's going to be a little bit controversial, but I'm okay with that, you know, um... I'm okay with doing things and saying things that people might not want to hear, but that they need to hear. And this week, I really want to talk about overwhelm. Now, overwhelm, I think, is something that all of us feel from time to time. And I think it can be good and it can be bad. Now, most people will look at overwhelm and think, you know what, this is a really negative thing. Um, But I think there are a big difference between overwhelm and things like burnout. And I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit later on. But realistically of course things are going to happen in life that are not very nice that are really negative that are really stressful whether it's a bad relationship whether it's a divorce whether it's stress generally anxiety mental health problems so many different things are going to feel overwhelming and it's going to be negative I think we can guarantee that this is a part of life and something I'm going to talk about later is my tips on dealing with overwhelm. But another reason I want to talk about why we need to deal with overwhelm is because it's also going to be a part of the positive things in life. As long as you're making progress in life, you're going to feel overwhelmed at times. It's a side effect. It's to be expected. And this is why I want you to get used to it. It's going to be there on the negative times, but it's going to be there on the positive times too. And overwhelm in a lot of cases can be a sign that you're up leveling. Now, a lot of the times when we are feeling overwhelmed, one of our immediate reactions is to do less. And we see it as a sign that we have too much going on. There's too much stress and and we need to kind of take a step back. Now, if we're feeling burnt out, this is definitely the case. And this is something you should be doing is taking a step back and going, actually, why am I burning out here? Why am I, you know, maybe I'm burning the candle at both ends. Maybe I'm not making enough time for myself. Maybe my life is not going in the direction I want it to. Maybe I'm people pleasing. All of that kind of stuff. When you're burning out, that is very, very different to feeling overwhelmed. And actually, I suggest listening to the episode I did with Alice, who's a time and energy management coach. We talk about burnout in that episode, if you haven't listened already. And realizing the difference between burnout and overwhelm is very important. And of course, if you are coming up on a burnout or if you feel burnt out, you need to be doing things that are going to make you feel better. But when it comes to experiencing overwhelm, this is a sign sometimes that you're up leveling. It isn't always a sign to take a step back and stop doing things. And you need to be able to differentiate between overwhelm and burnout because they really are two different things. And also the difference between positive overwhelm and negative overwhelm. Everything feels overwhelming sometimes, especially when you haven't done it before. When you're getting out of your comfort zone, which you need to be doing to be growing, you are going to feel overwhelmed. And and let me give an example of why I started to talk about this topic and why I chose to talk about it this week in particular. At the weekend, I went to watch my partner do an ultra marathon. So he ran 35 miles. And to me, that sounds super overwhelming. I was led in bed on Sunday after he'd run it thinking I could never do that. And then I was thinking, actually, 
I just haven't tried and it feels overwhelming because I don't have the knowledge. I haven't put any effort into trying yet and it's just very new to me. I'm not a runner. You know, I go to the gym and I like Pilates and stuff like that, but I'm I'm no runner. So it feels super overwhelming. And actually we were talking about it and there was a point where he thought it was overwhelming. You know, he'd never done this before. And to begin with, it felt like a major feat. And he thought, I'm never going to be able to do this. Even when we were talking, he was thinking actually he wasn't going to do it in less than eight hours. Actually did it sub seven hours. You know, he placed 12th overall out of everybody. And he, he surpassed his expectations. But he felt overwhelmed. And you know, and there would have been times throughout the race where he felt overwhelmed. There are times when it felt like it was going really well, where he felt fit, felt healthy, felt energized. There were times where he felt sick. There were times where he felt tired. There were times where he, you know, the marking wasn't great and he got lost a little bit. That's overwhelming. Throughout the journey of that positive experience, there is still overwhelm. And now he looks at an ultramarathon and it doesn't feel overwhelming at all because he's done it and he's achieved it and he's up-leveled. Now he might be looking at a 100-mile race and thinking, actually, that feels a little bit overwhelming, but it feels a little bit more in reach now because I've had that up-level. You are going to be overwhelmed when you try something new, when you hit a new level in life, when you up-level, when you get a new perspective, when you experience something new, when you grow a little bit, you're going to feel that. And it's not always a sign that you need to change or stop doing something. It's just a sign that you need to learn how to deal with overwhelm because it's going to be a part of your life. It's going to change as your perspective and experience changes. You know, like I just said then, at one point, a 35-mile felt overwhelming to him and now it doesn't because he's done it but now the next thing feels overwhelming there would always be the next thing the next stage always something else to overwhelm you but at the same time that means there's always something else to be striving for it means that overwhelm is a normal and natural part of the growth process of changing your life of improving your life and it's something that we need to embrace so I think you know and back to my point of I was led there thinking I couldn't do that but realistically I could it feels overwhelming now because I'm no runner and I've never tried but actually I just had to start out by running a mile and then I run another mile and another mile and I start maybe doing a little bit of reading into what's best to eat before I go on a run or how best to recover after runs maybe I think of cold water therapy maybe I think of you know um muscle right muscle sports massages things like that I just need to know a little bit more about it I need to learn a little bit more about myself my capability I need to prove to myself that I can do it and keep trying and essentially I just need to do so when you're in a situation as long as you can recognize it's not burnout like I said if it's a negative thing if it's stressful, if it feels like it's just, it doesn't feel right, something's not sitting right in your gut, then 100% you need to recognize that as burnout and do the things you need to do to make yourself feel better, remove yourself from those situations, reduce the people pleasing, things like that. But if you can differentiate and go, actually, this is just overwhelm because I'm trying something new, or because I'm out of my comfort zone, or because I'm a little bit nervous about this, or because I really want this to go well, if you can recognize it as overwhelm, you can see it as a normal part of the process, actually you can exchange it for excitement, overwhelm and excitement, we can interchange those two things if we change our perspective on it, and you can remind yourself that it's not always going to be a, a sign to step back or to stop doing something actually it can be a sign to push forward sometimes so now I've explained that a little bit and hopefully you can see where I'm coming from with this let me give you some tips on how to deal with overwhelm because this is the thing like I've said before this is going to be part of your life and you need to learn to differentiate between overwhelm and burnout but in 
either scenario, you need to learn how to deal with overwhelm. So how can we do that? The first thing I will say is what I've just explained a little bit there, I want to expand on it, is learn more about it. When you feel overwhelmed, it's often because we feel like we have a lack of ability or lack of knowledge or lack of evidence in our back pocket that we're capable of doing things like this. So learn more. Just like I gave in that running example, if I don't even know where to start, if I know that I'm in six months time, I'm running an ultra marathon, that feels like a massive jump between not knowing how to run and not being able to run a mile to running 35 miles. That six month gap feels totally unachievable. If, however, I go right, at the end of month one, I need to be able to run three miles. At the end of month two, I need to be able to run five miles. At the end of month six, I, uh, I meant six, I need to be able to run 15, 20 miles. Maybe that's you know the only goal I need to get to because I don't need to run a full ultramarathon before I get there. I now have a little bit of a plan. Then I need to pick up on my knowledge. Okay, cool, how do I run three miles? I don't need to know how to run 35 miles yet. I need to know how to run three. And how to do that is to A, start bloody running, start doing the action, start taking exercise, doing all of that stuff. But I need to start learning about it so I can start listening to podcasts about running. I can start, you know, reading books about it. I can start looking at fasting, looking at food, looking at nutrition, all of those different things, looking at sleep. How does that affect it? Looking at recovery, looking at supplements. There's so many different things. And even if that in itself can seem overwhelming. So again, I can break that down and go, okay, my, my task for month one is to run three miles and focus on food. Then my task for month two is to run five miles and to focus on supplements. My task for month three is to focus on sleep. I can break it down again so it doesn't feel overwhelming. So when you feel overwhelmed, break it down and increase your knowledge. Take it into practical, realistic steps you can do. Anything you're facing in life when it comes to overwhelm, like I said, not necessarily burnout, but also sometimes burnout too. Anything that feels overwhelming, break it down and learn more about it. What can you do? It's also good to learn what you can't do and make peace with the things that you can't do, but learn about it. Knowledge really is power. And when we have a level of understanding and we feel like we are better prepared for something, that can help us handle it. So even if you're faced with a situation that feels overwhelming, say you didn't know you were going to get divorced and your partner's turned around out of the blue and they've gone, right, I'm leaving you, that's it. That's overwhelming because you weren't expecting it. How how can you prepare for that? Okay, you can't. Face your feelings, deal with everything that comes up, look at the more holistic and deeper healing work that needs to be done. But when it comes to that overwhelm about starting life again, there seems a very big jump between where you are now as a newly divorced person, and where you want to be in six months' time, maybe living by yourself, maybe exploring dating again, all of those different things. But again, if you can break it down into small, manageable steps, okay, this month, what do I need to focus on and how can I learn more? Okay, let's talk to people that have got divorced. Let's listen to podcasts about divorce. Let's seek out a coach who's dealing with divorce. Look for knowledge. Look for other people who have done what you've done, who've been through what you've been through. Now, you're going to have unique and you know, personal experiences that not anyone really to a true level will be able to relate to exactly. But there are people who have been through similar experiences to what you've been through and who have done what you want to do, who are where you want to be. Those are the people to learn from. That is coaching in its essence. Always learn, find somebody that you can go, yeah, they've achieved what I want to achieve. So now I just need to know how they did it. But find knowledge. If you're feeling overwhelmed by anything, just learn more about it. Break it down, learn more about it. Now, from a more holistic point of view, 
ramp up the self-care if you're feeling overwhelmed and especially if you're feeling burnt out and we're talking about that more negative side of overwhelm but even in the positive one too ramp up the self-care if you're feeling stressed ever ramp up the self-care and I don't just mean you know bubble baths and all the kind of generic pampery things we associate with self-care I mean setting a boundary with somebody I mean ramping up your sleep and actually making sure you're having good meals I mean not taking on extra commitments at work I mean having a conversation with your partner that says I'm really struggling right now and and actually in this relationship I can give 20% right now not my usual 50 are you prepared to give 80 right now because that's what I need having open honest conversations that is self-care saying how you feel and saying what you need that is self-care but ramp up the self-care when you're feeling overwhelmed look at it and go right okay what do I need right now to help me cope with this a little bit better create a set of habits and strategies and tools that you know work for you and that help you feel better especially in times of overwhelm or burnout now the second last tip I've got is create a no list so I would say that every time you know something you could sit down and do right now is grab a piece of paper and write down your no list in life what a big hard downright no's for you you need to know what your no's are we talk a lot about positivity and focusing on what we do want but we also need to know what we don't want and what are hard boundaries for us many of us think we have boundaries and we really really don't and that's how you end up saying yes to things you don't want to do and when you're overwhelmed and burnt out and stressed the last thing you need to be doing is things that you don't actually want to do so first off have a really big list or maybe not maybe your list isn't that big but have a clear list of what your no's are what your boundaries are what you won't accept so that when you are in situations and you maybe you're more vulnerable to people pleasing or saying yes to things when you are overwhelmed when you're burnt out when you're tired when you're stressed you already have a very clear idea of a lot of things that you don't want and that are on your no list but also be thinking about generally when you are feeling overwhelmed or burnt out what are some things some extra things you could be saying no to right now that maybe usually you would use to say yes to maybe usually you're a big party goer maybe you're always hosting dinner parties maybe you're always out with your friends but when you're overwhelmed that's actually the last thing you want to deal with that you need So it might be something you would usually say yes to, but you need to be aware of actually you might want to say no to that when you're feeling overwhelmed. So create your no list, have this sort of master no list that is your boundaries and and all the things that are very hard no's for you. But be aware that when you are overwhelmed and when you're burnt out, have sort of this little audit and go, actually, what could I say no to now that maybe sometimes I would say yes to, maybe always I would say yes to, but right now doesn't feel right. What can I say no to? Saying no is extremely empowering. And when you're feeling overwhelmed, the opposite of that is feeling empowered. So that's what we want to do. We want to create as many ways as you can that you feel empowered. And things like saying no will do that. But just like I said, the previous things before will do that. So learning, having knowledge and experience of something is empowering. Understanding something makes you feel empowered and more likely to be able to do it. You know, also self-care. If you're getting enough sleep, you feel that like you can take on the world. We all know what we're like when we're tired. We all know like when we're hungry. You know, if you're in a bad mood, eat something. If you're feeling overwhelmed, eat something healthy. We're not going to talk about emotional eating here because that's a whole other topic. And as somebody that's had a previous binge eating problem, you know, maybe it's a topic we will cover eventually. But all of these acts and these tips I'm giving you are ways to feel empowered in a situation where you feel out of control and overwhelmed. That's the 
the opposite. That's what we want to do. Now, last tip is get out of your head and into your body. This is a tip I often give people for um, anxiety and people who are struggling with overthinking. Um, But it's also very good for overwhelm and burnout. If you are feeling like you are totally you know, when you get a fuzzy head, do you ever get that feeling where life is so busy, so much is going on, um, everything feels a little bit like, oh god, what's going on, where am I, what's going next, everything's so busy, and your head just feels foggy, it feels a little bit blurry, you, you know, say your words wrong, or you miss an appointment, or everything just feels a bit much, and then you start overthinking, you start catastrophizing, you start worrying, you start, you know, oh my god, did I say that to that person? Did they take that the wrong way? You start doing all of those things. Get out of your head and into your body. Do something that physically breaks you out of your mind. So this might be doing something regularly, like making sure you exercise, like doing something like stretching, yoga, pilates, like going to the gym, like going for a walk, whatever it is, might be doing regular exercise. But it also might be developing something that breaks your pattern when you can feel that sort of fogginess coming over or yourself kind of glazing over, that you can literally physically snap yourself out of that state. So this might be putting a song on, dancing around, jumping up and down, changing your posture. You know, if you think about when we're overwhelmed, we're, we might often be hunched over or our shoulders were tense. You know, uh, if you were like me, I'm a nail biter, so my hands will be around my mouth when I'm stressed or overwhelmed. So do the opposite of that. Start taking note of physically how you carry yourself and do the opposite, break out of that. So make sure you're focusing on ways that you can physically be in your body and be present all the time so that you're staying on top of that. But also that when you are in moments of overwhelm, you've got these habits, these moves, these things you can do that physically snap you out of that so you get out of your head and into your body. Now, I think overwhelm is a very interesting topic. It's something I could talk a lot more about, but I hope it's been very clear here. I'm not saying you should just accept burnout. I'm not saying that you're never going to feel negatively overwhelmed when life is hard and shit hits the fan, you know? That is a normal part of life. But what I'm trying to reiterate to you here is overwhelm is going to be something you experience throughout your life, not only in this negative way, but also when it comes to making progress. It is a side effect of making progress. Every time you up level, you're going to feel out of your depth, you're going to feel overwhelmed, you're going to feel uncomfortable. So it's not about you know, every time you feel overwhelmed, stopping what you're doing and taking a step back. It's about A, understanding the difference between overwhelm and burnout. And it's about B, knowing that you can deal with overwhelm and developing your muscle and your skills and your tools for dealing with overwhelm rather than trying to avoid it. It is inevitable. It's going to be there. And when it comes to growth and development and progress, it's actually just a very normal part of it. So make sure that you are not necessarily stepping away from things that are good for you just because you don't know how to cope with the overwhelm i'd love to know your thoughts on this are you somebody that gets overwhelmed easily and which of these tips are you going to be taking away with you so please do get in touch and take part in the poll with this podcast i will be back very soon with another episode for you and in the meantime take care and keep growing Thanks for listening to the Growth Guru Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, then please subscribe, share with your friends and leave a rating and review. To keep up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the.growth.guru. Keep growing and I'll catch you next time.